Ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, October 23rd, the United States received an urgent formal request from the five member nations of the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States to assist in a joint effort to restore order and democracy on the island of Grenada. Early this morning, forces from six Caribbean democracies and the United States began a landing or landings on the island of Grenada in the Eastern Caribbean. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we're breaking down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Jack. And I'm Brian. And today, Recon Goes to War. This is uh, this is the start of the stuff we've kind of been building up to since we started doing this. And uh, we get to see the boys of Recon prepare to, to go fight. Let's go ahead and dig into this. Yeah, man. Yeah, the minute begins with them um, on board the LST. You see a bunch of Marines and... Uh, it ends with some pretty surprising comments. <laughs> I, yeah. it, it's, I don't know, man, because as many times as I've seen this movie, I just noticed some things towards the end that uh, I thought was interesting, and, and you'd picked up on it too, uh, as we discussed before we started recording. So, uh, yeah, man, I want to get into this. This is, this is pretty cool. I, I like this. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's very it's very much a military movie. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, all the it's not, not really a montage scene, but it's like all these scenes of like Marines like getting ready to go fight or you know waiting to to be deployed, just kind of stretched out and doing stuff. All the '80s military tropes. You've got the you've got the random aircraft on a elevator being either elevated up or elevated or, or lowered. In this case, what I thought was weird is they lowered the the Huey down to the um to the troop bay or to the um to the to the hangar area uh, under the deck. Um, usually they have them sitting up top. I don't know why they don't take that thing for a ride up and down, but whatever. You know, Recon's sitting right there next to the elevator thing, and uh, uh, Gunny and, and Lieutenant Ring are kind of riding the elevator down. And um, Yeah, Gunny, it's... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no man. You, no, you, I've been running my sock. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was basically saying, like, I thought it was, um, you know, I kind of noted, I'm like, it's a very dramatic entrance for both Gunny and... <laughs> Yeah, um, and Lieutenant Ring. Yeah, it kind of like heroes. <laughs> Ding! Yeah, it is, and it is the "we're going to war" moment. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to get back to what you were saying about like the montage, it's like it's it's you're right. It's not really a montage, but it's almost it's almost uh, the way they the way they shoot it, it's almost like the suiting up scene. You know? Yeah, yeah, the the large scale, lots of people. Yeah, yeah. Putting buckles and belts and I mean you get a little of that because like like they show a guy kick over an ammo can or they they break open a box that has ammo cans in it basically you know yeah which was a little random but then it's a lot of it's actually a montage of hurry up and wait yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's so, so so dramatic and they're gonna be there for another three hours <laughs> that's that's so true. <laughs> That's the shit they don't show you is all the the, the following uh, two hours after after this scene with <laughs> them just waiting. <laughs> oh, and I get, I mean, just looking at them right there, it looks like they've been waiting a while. I mean, they got full camo makeup on. They got all their gear. They're just hanging out there. The only ones yeah. that don't actually have the full camo makeup are um, the recon marines because they're yeah. the actors. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they're the only ones that didn't. Yeah, they didn't know if they were going to war. They they get this far and they're like, "No, nah, is this bullshit? Are we are, are we done? Are we really going to war?" And they're like, yeah. "Well, that was a dumb question." <laughs> yeah, I, I I noted that. I'm like, because because well, you know, just to set it up a little more, like as they are coming in, you know, we we get as I said, we get the dramatic entrance of Gunny Highway and Lieutenant Ring. The the helicopter comes. You know, they're on the next to the helicopter as the elevator lowers down and they walk up and we're getting the tin, 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 you know, like military yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Lieutenant ring and gunny walk up and they're in dramatic fashion. The Marines of recon get up to, to greet them and stitch Jones immediately asks, like, ah, oh, this is another drill, right? Gunny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, you know, we get the, well, oh, we're, this is real. We're going to war. You know, once the elevator stops, Recon gets up, goes to greet Gunny and Ring. And I thought it was funny because first off, Stitch Jones, of course, he's he's basically a leader. They don't go to Lieutenant Ring. They ask Gunny, hey, Gunny, <laughs> this, is, this is a bullshit alert, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what I find funny about that is you alluded to this. You got to be pretty dumb to think that this is an alert at this point. Like, everybody's ready to go. <laughs> I mean, everybody. Somebody's going to get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I said, man, that is a, you know, my notes, like, that's a long way to go for just an alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, psych. <laughs> yeah. Now, the more realistic thing is that they were ready to go and then the operation got called off. Yeah. Or delayed. You know, you could see that. Like, even like if you watch Band of Brothers, when they were supposed to do, um, when they were supposed to drop into Normandy, they were supposed to go a day earlier. And then they, they were all ready to go on the field. And it was like, nah, stand down. <laughs> <laughs> And now he says, oh, we're going to war, man. And everybody does a good job of reacting to that as far as, uh, like, everybody's faces drop. Ponte says, mother of Jesus, and he, he does a sign of a cross real quick. So, yeah. Now, Gunny says, the re- uh, he goes, we're going to assist the rescue of American citizens on the island of Grenada. And <laughs> the island of what? That's what Gunny says. <laughs> I was trying to do a little research before we, you know, started. What I find funny about that is they were very ill-prepared for this invasion. I found an article that discussed um, the planning. And so, of course, we've talked about this many times. Very soon before the invasion, there was the Beirut bombing where all the Marines were killed in the barracks. Mm -hmm. So everybody assumed and were ready to go into Beirut. They were doing all their planning and operations. That's where they assumed that's where they were going next. So when uh, this is uh, p- particularly in, in, at Fort Bragg, I think it was some paratroopers. Somebody walked in and said, "What's all this shit?" And it was like maps everywhere, all over the board. Well, th- this is you know planning for for Beirut. He said, "Tear all that shit down. We're going to Grenada." And he goes like, "Why are we invading Spain?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got this or not, but um, there's a plaque uh, over like over Stitch's shoulder. It says USS Bella Wood. No, I didn't see that. Because your powers of observation sometimes are, you know... Not great. Not the best. <laughs> so I pulled it up, man, and got a little bit of information. But yeah, it's not an LST. It was an LHA, which I don't really know what the difference between the two of those is. But yeah, it's still same like little mini uh, aircraft carrier. You can see the uh, there's only one elevator on the ship. Uh, that's the one that uh, Gunny and Lieutenant Ring rode with the uh, helicopter. But uh, that same ship was uh, used as target practice and sank during RIMPAC in 2006. Oh, yeah. So it's, it, it's sitting at the bottom of the ocean right now. 
Oh, that's interesting. And that's funny because I was wondering, I'm like, I didn't see anything as far as, um, uh, yeah, I can see the plaque now when we're talking, you know, as we're talking, but I didn't mm-hmm. see anything in my uh, research that, that mentioned what ships were used. I, of course, I didn't specifically search for that. Yeah. But I was curious, so I'm glad you found that. That's interesting. Uh, and Bella Wood, of course, that's that's also good too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all the LHAs and LSTs are basically either named after Marine battles or Marines. They're like given because that's what they you know like the Gator freighter or putting the Marines in them. You know that the, the yeah. either the helicopters or the um, uh, hover. Um, uh, the, the fuck, god damn it, the amphibious assault craft. The um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just, for whatever reason, the copy hasn't kicked in yet. But um, the Wikipedia page makes no mention of the movie. Yeah. Which I figured it might have been a pretty big deal, but yeah, it doesn't make any mention of the movie. Well, you go ahead and become an editor and add it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause I, you know, what's funny, I was actually, uh, I just paused it at uh, the 32nd spot because I wanted to um, look at everybody's uh, pins that they have on their on their camis. Mm-hmm. And that's where you could see right between Aponte and Stitch Jones, the Bella Wood. You can see it right there. It's, it's, yep. it's plain as day. But I noticed uh, Lance Corporal Forgetti has a scuba, scuba bubble. Does he? Oh, he does. And jump wings. Yeah, he's got jump wings and a scuba bubble. Uh, Stitch Jones has jump wings. I, but you can't really tell if he's got the scuba bubble because he's got part of his um, uh, Alice pack on or his uh, deuce gear. Yeah, his uh, harness. Aponte's got the other... That is some sort of jump wing too, but it's a it's a different one. What I always forget what that one is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's look here. While you're looking, I'll finish my story because I was having trouble with my interwebs. So, uh, about the planning of this, you know, they were they were caught off guard. They said, you know, like like uh, like uh, Frigetti, they didn't know where Grenada was. I found this interesting. At Fort Bragg, they had they didn't have any maps of Grenada anywhere. So they said some staff officer went into downtown Fayetteville and got some tourist maps of the island. And then they superimposed military grids on the maps and then made copies and gave them to the troops. <laughs> and, so they, they used, <laughs> and, and as a matter of fact, they said they were using copies uh, of articles from The Economist for the most up-to-date intel on the island because they just didn't know anything about it. Like nobody thought, you know, anybody was going to give two craps about is a small little Caribbean island that was you know, a former British colony. Um, I, I actually found it. Okay, go ahead. They are both uh, Navy and Marine Corps shooting, uh, uh, parachutist badges. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe one is worn in lieu of the other. Well, obviously, but like, say, I don't know if I don't know what the re- regulations are. If they both qualify, or if if you have both the scuba bubble and the other one. That you get to wear the other wings. I don't know. Because that seems to be the case here. Yeah. But if you look, what's his name? Forget he had the, the gold wings and then the scuba bubble. Right. And it seems like Stitch. I think Stitch has. I, I'm going to go with Stitch probably has the scuba bubble. You just can't see it. Yeah. You just can't see it. Yeah. And uh, and Aponte, he's going to have the other wings. Yeah. For whatever reason. So maybe they're unfurling. So once you complete both, they... I don't know. I don't know what the. Yeah, maybe you have to have so so many jumps before you, uh, or, or or a certain school, you know, maybe before you get the goal versus that other one. Like you've qualified, but you haven't, you know, progressed to like the next level. I mean, we could 
look it up, but I'd just rather somebody correct us in the quarter deck. <laughs> yeah. Big Jim, you're up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? And I was going to make a comment because you see uh, Lieutenant Ring again. And I was like, oh, my God, I swear I saw Silver again. But no, it's pretty obvious in one of the scenes that uh, it it looks gold from there. So since we already know he's a second lieutenant because we've already decreed it, (laughs) we'll go with that. So I do think it's funny. I mean, so basically that, you know, nobody knowing where Grenada was was close to real life. But I like how when... When he says the island of what, and immediately this is this is what we were kind of hinting at in your opening, and we discussed uh, beforehand. Lieutenant Ring springs into action. This is his moment to shine. He has the intel. He may not be the tough action hero that Clint Eastwood is, but boy, does he know his book learning. Yeah, yeah. So he jumps right in. Firm leadership voice, not the little like, oh, Gunny, I, I thought the men. You know, he was like Grenada. It's a Caribbean island. It's also known as the Isle of Spice. And then as he's like saying this, like Clint Eastwood keeps wanting to get a word in, but nope, <laughs> Lieutenant Rig, it's 86 nautical miles from Venezuela. Our mission is to helocast into a small bay and recon before the Marine landing force. And the whole time Clint Eastwood's doing his Clint Eastwood look like, uh, he's like, uh, 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 he's seen breathing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, it's like he's trying to get ready to do the, uh, the introduction to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Clint Eastwood's trying to do his Captain America speech, but yet, like, like <laughs> Lieutenant Ring's giving all just the facts, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, so Stick Jones, though, he's like, nah, nah, I can't do this. He goes, I forgot my suntan low <laughs> oil. <laughs> uh, Gunny has a good line. Well, he says, it's time to earn your pay. And then, uh, let's move. R- you know, Ring has to, you know, put the little button on it. Pick up, let's go. You know, and they grab their stuff and they start heading towards the helicopter. Yeah, without any hesitation at all. He's like, like he's, a, like he's an old vet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for Ring as being, you know, as, as goofy and nerdy this whole time, he's we we've said this like we he's he's done the right thing. He's he's got some stones on him. Yeah, and, and you know, we'll see how he does in combat, of course. But uh, for right now, he's not hesitating. He's not scared. He's he's being the leader. He's not even if he was feeling that he's he's conveying. Even his voice has changed. You know, you do wonder if some of that. Maybe because Gunny has been inspiring him this whole time, you know, he, you know, thumbs up recon, you know, stuff like that. But but he's always been, you know, stand up guy to, since we've seen him. You know? Yeah. You know, all these Marines are just sitting there as we joked about the hurry up and wait. They're real Marines. They, you know, they they got to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all extras. <laughs> They're used to the hurry up and wait. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I mean, we've we've joked that this movie is not very realistic, but there's been two scenes that are ultra realistic, and uh, this one, the hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, maybe three if you want to also do the the alert drill where they were also hurrying up and waiting uh, on the yeah. uh, on the mar- on the parade deck. Yeah. But also uh, when Lance Corporal Forgetti was saying the fucking weapon's fucking fucked up. I don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Marines have a potty mouth. Yes. All right. So there's not a lot for this minute. So I'll pull a Lieutenant Ring. I'll give a little detail on Grenada because, you know, so <laughs> clearly not everybody knows much about it. But uh, basically the whole situation that was going on here is, you know, Grenada is um, between Puerto Rico and Venezuela, as we, as Lieutenant Ring says, 86 nautical miles <laughs> from <laughs> Venezuela. It was first discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1498. And uh, it, it was basically a British colony that was granted its independence in 1974. It was 300 years of British rule. But I, I think they kind of stayed within the 
under the crown. You know, they were independent, but they were still a, a territory. No, I don't think they were territory, but kind of like Canada, it's its own country. Uh, they are part of the British crown, you know, like they, I forget exactly how to word it, but so they were basically Britain still has a f- sphere of influence over them, even though it's completely independent. Hmm. And there was some like Sir, you know, carrier, whatever his name was, uh, some took over the islands, but in 74, 79, there's this guy named Maurice Bishop, and he led a, a Marxist revolution, basically, and uh, they staged an armed coup, and they they were Marxists, and they took over. Basically, long story short, they he cozied up to Cuba. I believe he was a personal friend of Castro's. Hmm. Cuba sent men and materials for construction of an airport at Point Salinas. It's, it's in the southwestern tip. Uh, they sent 650-man Cuban workforce, and basically, they got arms from Soviet Union. They got materials from Soviet Union. Although I did see somewhere that Britain helped provide some materials or uh, effort to build this airport Mm -hmm. that they claimed was for tourism. But basically the Reagan administration was like, nah, this is so it can land Soviet planes. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But it turns out the Cubans that they sent there were military. They were trained, armed. They were construction workers, but they were also there to help train the army and militia of, you know, Grenada, get them up and running, also get them that airport, you know, whatever. I did read somewhere though, that basically the Soviet Union was, you know, obviously they want Marxism and they want, you know, they want communists and and all that, but they didn't really view Grenada as super strategic, partly because they didn't want to repeat a Cuban Missile Crisis. The island was of little importance to them. They didn't want to risk being so close in the backyard of the U.S. for an island that was not very important to them. Because mm. basically, basically, what happened is, anyways, basically the Marxism groups split. There was another. It was a second Marxist group that said that Bishop wasn't going far enough. I guess there was some some talk that this guy Bishop was actually looking to possibly be start to be a little friendlier with the U.S., start to hold elections. So there's this organization of Eastern Caribbean states that actually Grenada is a part of. And one of the things is, you know, they kind of work together because they were all previously, a lot of times they were British colonies and stuff like that. So they were working together for common defense, the common aid. And part of it was, hey, we have a constitution. We, you know, but anyways, the Marxists took over. So I guess Bishop was starting to be a little, maybe coming to the U.S., maybe start to be, float the idea of holding proper elections. And then, of course, that wasn't extreme enough. So so he was always working within this organization, I guess. But then this other Marxist group took over. took They captured him once, and then they freed him. But then after that, he ended up getting killed. So at that point, the uh, OECS, as along with Barbados and Jamaica, went to the U.S. and said, hey, we need we need help. We need to free these people. And the U.S., you know, there's this, it was twofold, threefold, if you if you really want to, because there was the civilian students that Gunny mentions that they're going to, or it was a Gunny or Lieutenant Ring, that they're going to evacuate. So we got American citizens on island. It was like, it was like a medical school, right? Yeah, there was a medical school because they shut down the airports, because they shut down all ports. These guys were trapped there. And although they weren't in any danger just yet, there was worry of another Iran hostage situation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, we're sending them in. The OECS asked 
the U.S. to go in. I guess Britain, though, was not cool with it, but we did it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I believe they committed some troops, too. I don't think they have a lot of troops, but I think they committed some troops, too, to the to the invasion. So, it, But Reagan looked at that as, okay, you know, we got to get our people out there. I've mentioned the whole thing about the Beirut bombing, and it's like, all right, we've had Vietnam that was not well-remembered. You had the Beirut, you know, bombing just you know, very, very, very fresh in, in, uh, everybody's mind. So it's like, all right, let's demonstrate our military might. Then there's the other thing of the whole geopolitical Marxist, like, Hey, you know, Brezhnev was all about the Brezhnev doctrine, which was like, Hey, once one of these little places becomes communist, they're going to stay communist for the rest of their life. And and Reagan had other ideas. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we're, so, so I mean, there was a lot of lot of reasons, a lot going on. But the the the, the main justification, there's two two main justifications for U.S. involvement. It was the request of their allies, the OECS, and also the justification of going to rescue American citizens. But yeah, so apparently there was there was a, a you know. Um, Warring chaos ensued between two warring factions uh, of Marxists uh, for control of the country. And actually, I, um, I was the same. Bishop was friendly with Castro. I mentioned that, but the other guy who took over Cord, I think his name C O A R D. He he's the he was the leader of the other uh, Marxist group. He had more ties to the Soviet Union. But again, as I stated, they weren't really interested in giving too much you know support. But uh, anyways, yeah, so that's a little history on Grenada and why the Marines are getting called into action as I ramble on. <laughs> You're doing a little bit of a little social studies class. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing else for this. this is, I mean, we, this is a pretty quick minute because um, it's most a good 30 seconds of it is just the hurry up and wait montage, you know? Yeah. You got anything else for this you want to hit? No, man, no. Uh this is where all the action is really starting. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. The next couple of minutes going to be well. It's also going to be the wrap up of this movie, but um, but it's going to be a lot of good action, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think so. All right, then let's um, thank everybody for coming out here this Monday and ask they come back Wednesday for minute ninety eight. Join the quarter deck. Come on and uh, join the discussion of this fine film. <laughs> it's time for us to earn our pay. Let's go. Sorry, everybody. My voice keeps cracking. This prick decided to fucking record it like uh, like 20 minutes after I woke up this morning. So <laughs> you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a puberty problem. It's a friend problem. Um, Great. <laughs> I need to find lazier friends. You can't get much lazier, but, you know. Oh, time zone. That's what it is. You need to move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>